0: That actually took me by surprise, too. Uh, some songs are meant to put us to sleep, right? We call those songs lullabies, right? Um, if you're a parent, it's a wonderful thing to tuck a small child into bed. Um, lullaby and good night. Uh, a baby, that's a weird one. When the wind blows, the cradle will drop. My mom sang that one to me all the time blame it for a lot of my issues Uh, but some songs are meant to wake us up, right? Hence the bugle call in the morning. Do you know what we call that song? Anybody who was in the military or went to a camp that was really hardcore and woke all the little kids up with that song? Reveille. You know the song? Music can wake us up. In fact, one of the powers, amazing powers that music possesses is that it can enliven us and energize us and motivate us. Have you noticed this at sporting events? What happens before like a bunch of guys in helmets and pads run out of a tunnel? Like there's music, right? Like adrenaline filled music. What happens when the Chicago Cubs walk up to home plate? Everybody has a walk up song these days. Um, Maybe you had a parent who did this for you. These days, I feel like most parents gently shake their children like, honey, it's time for school. Gonna make you some breakfast. Like we're more gentle these days. Um, Some of the people who had old school parents, my mom would come in my room and yell at me up and at them like a biting sow. I'm traumatized. Sometimes she would sing the Reveille, you got to get up, you got to get up, you got to get up in the morning. She'd turn my lights on and like start singing that. Music does have the power to wake us up. That is the point. And that is the point of all the songs that you're hearing this morning. Even if the mood in the room is appropriately reverent, God is singing, if I can put it this way, a reveille of love over everybody. His word is meant to wake us up in John 3:16, in particular, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. That should make all of us, even the most cynically religious people in our midst, like stop short and be like, wait a minute. I need to wake up to this reality, exactly. Of course, we have the option of waking up more and more to Jesus' presence with us, or kind of sleepwalking our way through life, as frankly, many modern people are doing. Um, Recently, my wife and I learned a very charming Scottish phrase that I'd like to share with you. Uh, The words are, harkle darkle. Or in Americanese, Herkel durkle Am I lying about this? It basically means, herkle-durkling means like when you wake up in the morning to kind of just like lounge in bed for too long and not get anything done. Like, doesn't it sound kind of great on one level? So please spread this phrase far and wide. I don't think we have anything like this in America. Herkel So here's the thing, though. Many of us are her our way through life, right? We're so worried there's a presidential election next year. Is it really gonna be Biden versus Trump? Who's a person to vote for? Should the red team or the blue team win? Is inflation gonna increase? I wonder if I'm gonna get a cost of living raise this year. I just got on TikTok and three hours of my life passed and I don't even know what just happened. Like there are so many ways like to dedicate the best part of our conscious thought to sleepwalking our way through life because what I'm telling you, all of those issues do not hold a candle to the reality of God's presence and power in Jesus Christ which is always available for us. Hence God singing this reveille of love to try to wake more and more of us up. People were not awake in Bible times either. Zechariah, whose song we heard, an angel visited Zechariah, told him he was going to have the son who prepared the way for the Lord, and Zechariah, who was a clergyman, mind you, did not get it. He just was like, "Hi." Oh. And the angel told him, because you don't understand the word of the Lord or believe it, your words are going to dry up for the duration of this nine-month pregnancy. And Zechariah did not talk until his son was born and then said, his name is John like the angel told me and then burst forth into this prophetic song because in his nine months of silence he did wake up. It's good of God that he doesn't make all of us fall mute for nine months, every time that we're recalcitrant and spiritually slow, like there would be a lot of quiet people in the world. Amen, (laughs) amen. I just got a message um, from my sister who lives in Turkey this week. Um, I was able to be there, go to some New Testament sites this year. One of the places we visited is a city called Izmir on the west coast of Turkey. I mean, it's a big city, three million people. Um, the number of Christians there is just minuscule. I mean, 1% of 1% of 1%. There are a couple old churches dating back to the 1700s, 1800s, and this time of year, as Christmas approaches, these these old churches with hardly anybody who goes to them invites people to come in and hear about Jesus. Last year was like the most well-attended year in anybody's living memory, 400 people showed up. I mean, In a city of 3 million, like 400 people interested in hearing about Jesus. This year, like five days ago, my sister sent me a picture of the person keeping the head count. 4,500 people showed up. In one year, in a country where nobody follows Jesus, like t- a factor of 10... So lest you think that God is not singing this song of love, even in corners of the world that we don't know about or concern us, like God is singing this song. And there are places where since last year, 10 times the number of people officially woke up. My question to you, for us, this season, as we count down to Christmas, is if you want to be among the people who are more awake, truly awake, Here's my warning to you. If you truly wake up to the reality of Jesus and his kingdom, you're gonna be weird. Like you're gonna stick out in a crowd. People are gonna see your behavior and be like, there's something going on with this girl. I can't quite figure it out. And my hope and prayer for myself, for you all, for this church, is that in this season where we are counting down to Christmas, that we are among the company like 4,000 plus Turkish men and women, to say, yes, God, I want to show up. I want you to show up. I want my eyes wide awake, like the best morning that I ever came to and was full of energy and the smell of coffee and bacon in the room and I had a great day of good things to do ahead. That is what Jesus wants for the course of your life, to rise and shine. And go with God's music. Um, Zechariah was a clergyman 2,000 years ago who totally didn't get it. There was another priest named Simeon in Jerusalem. He totally did get it. Lesson six is his song.